Are you thinking about launching a podcast in 2023? Or do you currently have a podcast and you're looking for a way to better promote it? Regardless of which boat you're in, you're going to love this next special episode of the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast. Digital, social media, content influencer, marketing, blogging, podcasting, vlogging, TikToking, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SEO, SEM, PPC, email marketing. Whew. There's a lot to cover. Whether you're a marketing professional, entrepreneur, or business owner, you need someone you can rely on for expert advice. Good thing you've got Neil on your side. Because Neil Schaefer is your, your digital, digital marketing, marketing coach. coach. Helping you grow your business with digital first marketing, one episode at a time. This is your digital marketing coach, and this is Neil Schaefer. Hey, everybody. Neil Schaefer here, your digital marketing coach, and welcome to my podcast. So last week, I gave you some lessons from my digital entrepreneur journey. I'm really excited to announce the launch of this cohort course. The course is going to be in late November, early December. You can actually go to neilshafer.com slash maven, M as in Mary, A, V as in Volkswagen, E-N. I'll have the link in the show notes as well to actually check out what this course is about. And if you're interested, you could actually purchase the course. So this isn't for everybody. It's just devoted to those that want to learn more about influencer marketing, whether it's for their career or whether you want to actually build and implement an influencer marketing strategy. So I hope you'll check that out. I look forward to reporting back to you on another episode as to how that all does. Today, though, we're going to switch gears and talk about podcasting. Now, about three months ago, I came back from Podcast Movement, the largest podcasting conference. And there's an episode there on my takeaways from that conference. So if you want to get deeper, you'll want to go back to my episode of September 28th. This is episode number 282, where I talked about 11 takeaways from Podcast Movement 2022. Obviously, now we are already at episode 291, closing in on 300. And today I have a very special guest, Tom from podcastpage.io. If you were to go to podcast.neilshafer.com, that is my podcast website for this, your digital marketing coach podcast. Uh, You can search and listen to any and all of my episodes there. You can find out more. You can leave custom reviews, what have you, and view other reviews that have been published on other sites. But that site is being hosted or completely developed by podcastpage.io. So I've developed a relationship with Tom, who is the founder, (laughs) for lack of the developer. And because his technology is used by so many podcasters as their website technology, he's really, really knowledgeable about podcasting. So I thought it'd be a great idea to invite him on and to talk about how to, well, we'll talk about the why as well, you know, but how to, once you're about how to successfully create launch and then promote the podcast, whether you are new or you already have one. I think there's going to be a lot of interesting takeaways because the fact that you're listening to this podcast means that you might have an interest in podcasting, whether it's for your own personal passion, your personal brand, your your company, perhaps, as more and more companies start doing podcasting. So I think there's a little bit in it for everybody. Tom was really generous with all the advice he gave. And really, I believe when we talk at the end about promoting your podcast, that a website 
is the type of website that you can create with podcastpage.io. Once again, go to podcast.neilshafer.com to check it out. That it, It's pretty compelling what you can do. And it's it's completely automated, in all honesty. There's very little that you have to do. You pull in your RSS feed. It automates everything. There's some uh, you know templates and you can play around with some of the design, but you could be done developing your podcast website in literally an hour, if that much. <laughs> and if you run into any problems, the support team there is great. So you know, you're probably thinking, well, what the heck is this technology? We'll talk about in this podcast. So without further ado, let's get on with my interview with Tom from podcastpage.io. You're listening to your digital marketing coach. This is Neil Schaefer. Tom from podcastpage.io. Welcome to the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast. Hey, Neil. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, Tom, I'm really excited to have you. We've, man, we've been communicating back and forth, I think, for a year now. And finally, I'm really excited to announce that the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast website, if you haven't been there, it's at podcast.neilschafer.com. It is now actually being powered by podcastpage.io. So I think just by saying that, you might be wondering, what is podcastpage.io? Why does a podcast need a website? What is a podcast website? Um, we're going to cover all that in this episode, but I actually want to take a step back and really provide, because Tom works with a number of podcasters, providing them this technology, which helps them develop a, a website. Um, he is obviously an expert in podcasting. So I really want to tap into his his experience and his knowledge uh, to serve all of us today. But Tom, can you start just, you know, how did you start getting into podcasting? Obviously, you've developed some technology. So I'm assuming that your background is on the IT side. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I come from the, the IT side of things. Um, I'm a software developer. And I just randomly had to help a friend uh, set up an app for his podcast. This was probably about six or seven years ago. And then I kind of realized this was still not as advanced as it is today. So I kind of get to the conclusion that some tools are missing and podcasters can really kind of use different tools to probably get their workflows uh, streamlined better and more efficient. So at that point, I, I started kind of uh, doing a couple of small side projects, which didn't go very far. And after some time, I was playing around with websites, podcast websites. And then three years ago, more or less, I, I started uh, podcastpage.io. And yeah, what we do is basically everything around the websites. So if you have a podcast, you probably want to create a website for it. And we'll uh, go into this later. Uh, but the platform is is really doing a lot of different stuff and automations around websites. Yeah, definitely want to dig into that because I think for a lot of people that have a podcast, you know, podcast providers like Buzzsprout, they'll provide like a single page website, right? But they're going, you know, your listeners are going to their website, not yours. And you want them to come over to your website where not only can they listen to the podcast, but they can buy your products, you know, book a call with you. And on the other hand, there is a solution like Burberry. And when I started WordPress back in, you know, 2008 is when I launched my first blog. I launched my podcast, very earliest iteration of this podcast back in 2013. There was pretty much just Burberry. And Burberry had a WordPress plugin. They also had a host. But it wasn't really, I don't know. 
it seemed like it was a uh, it was a hack rather than the complete solution that podcasters need. On the other hand, you know, I was talking to a podcaster yesterday. There aren't that many good ways to promote a podcast. It's it's a really interesting area where some have been really successful, but most podcasters really struggle with promotion. And I know we're going to talk about it at the end, but I want to begin really, you know, obviously my listeners, they listen to a podcast, so they're bought in and they understand that it's a great way of connecting and sharing information and storytelling, what have you. Um, from your perspective, you know, of all the podcasts you serve, why, why have they started? And I guess for any newbie, that reaches out to you, why should they have a podcast, you know, now that we're going into 2023? Yeah, so this really depends on um, the goal or actually the, the format or what you want to do with the podcast. I've been lucky enough to to work with countless of different podcasters. And this could be like uh, just regular people doing this as a hobby. Some podcasters just use it as their personal business. And then there are also businesses and agencies that are using podcasting to leverage their services or their products. So the kind of the, the reason why people decide to go into podcasting and start a podcast can really differ um, depending on the project and, and why, why people really need or want to, to create this podcast. The best, in my opinion, is, is just to kind of like and enjoy the process. That's the, the, the best part of, uh, of your decision to start a podcast. So at the end of the day, there are many, um, many different things you can kind of get from it, whether that was the initial goal or not. But you can meet a lot of different people through networking or bring them as guests. You can promote your business or your personal brand if that's what you're after. Podcasting, and we'll we'll get to this later as well, but podcasting can also help your SEO score if you have an existing website or if you create a new website for it. So that's that's something um, to keep in mind. And yeah, at the end of the day, it's a great medium that is um, just improving. And it's it's not so old. It's probably 20, 25 years around us but in the last four or five years it really exploded between all the the tech giants going in and investing money in this world and and a lot of new podcasters coming in uh there are also a lot of new listeners so you you can really see the growth and and yeah i mean whether you have like 20 downloads a week or 20 listeners a week or you have twenty thousand. As long as you enjoy the process and, and like what you're doing, I think it's it's really a good idea to keep going because it can always grow. Yeah, I think those are all great points, Tom. Thank you. I, you know, I, I go to all these podcasting conferences and the stat is always, you know, 80% of podcasts die after 10 episodes. Exactly. So the number of active podcasts is actually really low, meaning that if you are to start one, you, you know, just by continuing you're going to find success. It's almost like, you know, we have a friend, my, my son plays soccer in high school and uh, a friend of ours, he ended up getting a, a full ride scholarship to uh, University of California, Berkeley and was captain of their soccer team. And he said, you know, a lot of kids just dropped out, right? They got into high school, they, they started dating girls, they got into drugs, you know, what have you, but he continued. 
And, uh, you know, obviously it was more than just that, but just being, you know, we, we talk in marketing a lot about being consistent. I think with podcasting, it really does make a difference. And I also, you know, Tom, in preparing for this interview, I also wanted to, you know, provide my own thoughts to the audience. I see now having podcasted for so long, I see two areas where if you're looking for a utilitarian business purpose as to why you should launch a podcast, I'll say number one, and you hinted at it, Tom, was the networking. If there are people in your industry you want to connect with, right? If you want to better connect with your customers, there is something sexy about a podcast. Like you can reach out to authors of books. They'll never respond to you. But if you say you have a podcast and you want to interview them and they just came out with a new book, you have a much better chance of actually being able to engage with them. So in this scenario, it doesn't matter if you get a thousand, a hundred, or even ten downloads. It's about the connection. And I do. I have been on a podcast where they chose me because they thought that I was a, a prospect, and so it was part of their marketing funnel to interview me as part of that. So I just want to throw it out there. The other one I'm going to throw out, and I'm really excited because I'm going to be recording this interview next Monday with Amy Woods, who's the founder of the Content Ten X podcast, one of my favorite people in, in, in the content or well, in the marketing world per se. And we're going to talk about repurposing, right? And a podcast is a great way if you're looking to create content, right? You can, I mean, I don't do the video. I'm going to start doing the video soon, but you can live stream. You then have an archive version. You could take out snippets of the video, not to mention the audio, not to mention a blog post that you can repurpose. And then not to mention, you know, uh, sound bites that you can offer up in social media. So if you don't know where to start with content, I almost think that you start with a podcast. But as you said, Tom, and coming back from Adobe Max last week, I'm even more bought into the fact that you got to love what you do. If you don't love what you do, why are you doing it? So enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. And I think if you pick one of these two, I think you'll do really well. So I just, I just want to throw that out there, Tom. Sorry to sorry to kind of what you were saying, but just in addition to that. So hopefully more and more of my listeners are bought into, okay, you know what, Neil, 2023, new year, I'm going to launch a podcast. What are the steps that they would need to go to in order to create a podcast from your perspective? Yeah, so this also goes goes down to probably their ambitions and, and goals um, here as well. So you can, in half an hour, just uh, pull up your phone and download an app and then start recording. This is probably not going to be the best show ever, uh, not going to be in the best quality but it's it's really easy and accessible today. This wasn't the case 15 or even 10 years ago. Most people were, I don't know, used to go to studios or, or have a home studio, which is still, it's still much better and recommended, but the, the barrier of entry is really low today. Uh, so that's great news, I think. And basically the one thing that people would generally have to buy it's, it's just a microphone mm-hmm. obviously there are dozens of, of different types of devices and mixers and sound cards and you can you know you can uh uh remodel your house just to to make it work but uh you don't have to do all these different things and at the end of the day if you just want to get started uh you can just pick a mic and that's pretty much what you you'll need in terms of of gear and then if if you do plan to work with other people or um, interview guests 
you probably need headphones, uh, but that's that's pretty. Everyone is probably already with either AirPods or or anything. So yeah, that's in in terms of equipment, that's uh, what you need. And then before you start actually recording, you need to at least in your in your head have a a topic. So you need to to think about what you'll be talking about not for half an hour or an hour but for weeks and weeks if you plan to um, continue and and be consistent and release the the episodes in in a weekly or daily or monthly doesn't matter but uh, you'll need to have enough content to to cover you know this this can be something around your profession or it can be around daily news or sports can be about anything uh, but you need to have enough kind of meat to to work with once you do that you'll probably need to find a good name for the podcast um, a lot of people probably overlook this part but if you just pick a ra- random name and don't add like a nice artwork and don't put too much work into the description it's going to make it harder for new listeners to find you. So these are like the the very basic th- uh, three things you have when you launch a new podcast. You have the name, um, the artwork or the thumbnail and the description. And I, I do recommend to kind of make it, you know, have it written and, and planned in, in, in a, professional and attractive ways so people can actually find you and then this is this is just uh in terms of planning and then you also need to find a a good format that would work for you so some people prefer to work um just by themselves some people prefer to have a co-host um so you can share uh, either in the same room or remotely you can kind of have a, a conversation between two people or even more. You can plan to have a different guest on each episode. And this brings a new aspect, right? It brings a, a, a fresh pair of eyes to any uh, new episode and you can get a different perspective or a different story every time. So a lot of people are, are bringing guests um, to their shows. And then you probably have to think also how long each episode is going to is going to run i've seen some podcasts do like a 5 minute episode every day and that that works for them and some podcasters they just do like an hour or two two hours um but every 3 or 4 weeks so you need to think about all these um kind of technicalities and just have a a plan in mind before you jump in some people work with with scripts so they would just write down at least a few bullet points or you know the full transcript for the show that's really up to you to decide if you want to do it this way or just improvise but i would say preparation is kind of important and then in terms of actually recording the show this is kind of the the last last step right when you talk about how to start a podcast, you have all these different aspects and then you actually record the show. And if you have 
co-hosts or guests, they probably need to to get prepared as well. So you need to kind of be on the same page with them. And yeah, that's that's probably uh, all you need to just to get started. And then I, I think most podcasters who are just starting out can record probably two or three episodes or even four episodes before they uh, actually release the show. So they have like a, a batch, uh, the first batch ready. And you don't have to release it immediately, all, all the uh, initial episodes, but it's it's good to have at least a few episodes uh, done so you, you don't kind of play catch up with the, uh, once you, you launch, uh, you don't have to kind of be in this stress of, I don't have my next episode. So that's uh that's always kind of a pressure but yeah that's at this point you probably have a few episodes but they're all on your laptop or on your device so from this point to actually launching your podcast you need to find a host to distribute the podcast to all the different platforms and i wouldn't say you need to have the podcast on all platforms but uh I mean, it's it's really up to you. Some people prefer to be exclusive or just work with one or two platforms. But there are really at least 40 or, I don't know, maybe even close to 100 different directories and aggregators uh, like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. But there are dozens of others. So yeah, once your podcast is there, uh, it's officially live and people can access it from any corner of the world. Yeah, Tom, that was amazing. You you basically just gave a free masterclass and <laughs> all the things you need to do <laughs> to create a file. I'm gonna I'm gonna just like give a little cheat sheet just based on my own experience. So obviously we start with what's the podcast gonna be about? That's gonna come down to your strategy. Is it gonna be like personal branding for your company? Is it a hobby? You know, one of my favorite podcasters, Pat Flynn, Smart Passive Income, he's become a big YouTuber around Pokemon cards, right? Just he got into them with his son over uh you know covid and it's become a new passion so it can also be a personal passion that could be fulfilling and you could also monetize that as well um the second one is the format really important generally speaking there's two different formats there's a solo or an interview from from my experience you could also have co-hosts where like two or three of you do it together but that's really an important thing if the objective is to reach out to other people then the interview is going to be like what we're doing here i used to be 100 percent solo and I have incorporated interviews because I wanted to have diversity, equity, inclusion, and include lots of different voices and lots of different perspectives. So that's why I do on and off. It's 50% solo, 50% uh, interviews. Just two more points here. Equipment. You don't need to go overboard. I actually started this podcast. It was originally called Social Business Unplugged. For those few of you that might remember, that was recorded on my iPhone using the voice app, which maxes out at eight minutes. Uh, at the time with that version of iOS. So uh, these were maximum eight minute episodes. You don't need to do it more than once a week. Most podcasters, I think it's once a week. So you don't need to go overboard. There are some to do twice a week, but I would just start once a week. But getting back to the equipment, right? I started with that. I then went to a dedicated IC recorder. It's a Sony. You could buy it for like $50. I then went to a $100 Yeti blue microphone and when I would do Zoom calls during COVID with, you know, old friends, they'd go, Neil, it sounds like you're a DJ on a radio station. It sounds really good. Um, but I realized that there's a difference between condenser mics and dynamic mics. I don't want to get lost in the weeds. 
I moved to a Rode Podcaster, which is about a $200 mic. The Yeti mic was about $100. And in my ninth year of podcasting, I am very close to pulling the trigger on moving to another mic called the Shure MV7. This is a $270 mic. I might wait for Black Friday to see if it gets on sale. And actually, it's not even, it's a $250 mic. It's $270 with the stand. I heard someone use this mic and I really thought it was high quality. So so there you have it. You don't need to spend. You can start with your phone. Although I recommend starting with like a $100 mic. If you have 200 or 250, that's really all you need. So don't go overboard on that. And then the final one is, you know, the whole idea is that you're recording an audio. You're recording a .wav, a .mp3 file, right? So if you're doing an interview, like I'm doing with Tom, this is being recorded over Zoom, Right. Uh, when I do my solo interviews, or I should say my solo episodes, I'm recording over GarageBand on Mac. If you have Windows, you're going to use Audacity. This is free software. So it's not rocket science. I think where people get confused, Tom, is that final point, you need to have a host. If you want to launch a website, you need to launch it somewhere, right? Like sites like Wix and Squarespace, they have their own host. So you, they're both a website builder and a website host. If you use WordPress, then you need to have a separate website host, WordPress being the website builder, the host being, you know, GoDaddy or Bluehost or what have you. So podcast is the same. I use Buzzsprout, big fan. And if you, you know, there's others that you can use as well. But basically, if you're on Buzzsprout, they have this whole one click to get featured in Apple Podcasts, click here, to get featured in Google Podcasts, click here, to get features in Spotify, click here. And they basically, and, and a lot of these sites will pull from Apple Podcasts. Meaning that if you register an Apple podcast, you will automatically be syndicated to others. So really Apple, Google, Spotify, maybe iHeartRadio, there might be a few others, but if you're with Buzzsprout, they literally have this dashboard that'll walk you through it. And that's it. And then once you record an episode and audio and you hire an editor, you clean it up, whatever, I will say that I have used Fiverr to find the artwork creator. You could do it in Canva or Adobe Express, my personal choice, or you can just hire someone on Fiverr. $1,500, get some really nice artwork done. You could also hire podcast audio editors on Fiverr. Now, I have hired someone, he's actually out of Serbia, on uh, Upwork. That's another option. But if you just want to try it out, you know, $10, $20 an episode on Fiverr, that's where I started, right? So you don't have to overthink it. Then you get the final file, which you upload to the host, and then it gets published and it goes out. So I hope that wasn't overly complicated. But, I, you know, for those... If you're in podcasting, you're like nodding, you're probably, you've already fast forwarded, right? But if you're not in podcasting, you're curious, I really want to give you the confidence with this knowledge that it's doable. Okay, so launching the podcast, you already hinted, Tom, that we want to batch a few episodes before we launch. What are the other things that we should, if we decide we want to create a podcast, what are those other things that we should be aware of in order to have the best success or the best chance of a successful launch? Well, I, I would kind of play down this whole launch like phase of the podcast because at the beginning you kind of work hard and record episodes and you probably put like i don't know like hours into it and the day you click publish you may have like zero downloads so i wouldn't be too um frustrated or i mean it's it's potentially you can have like hundreds of of listeners directly um on the first day but don't build like expectations too soon i would say and then 
you talked before, at the, uh, we both mentioned that, um, but at the beginning, we said that consistency is, is key to pretty much business, marketing, podcasting, and sports, uh, almost everything. Um, so just keep going and, and don't kind of leave it after two or three episodes. So just building this consistency and releasing an episode on, on the same schedule every week or every two weeks, doesn't matter. So this is kind of important. And then in terms of the actual launch, if you have an existing audience, for example, if you have a, an email list or a YouTube channel, or if you, if you have a, a lot of colleagues who might be interested or um, people you can just send this podcast to, um, you can create a list of people or a newsletter uh, and then kind of start sending those um, on the first day. Obviously, you can also um, use social media. But again, I'm probably personally not not really... I just say that the first day is not, not your goal. You want to keep going. And in order to, to get that continuity, you need to constantly promote the podcast and get uh, new episodes. And to me, I guess the, the most important uh, thing here is to, to produce quality content. So you don't want to have like a, you know, just a four minute podcast about the, like this massive subject that doesn't, doesn't give the, the listeners enough value. So just make sure you have the, the right content and put all your efforts into it uh, and i'm sure it will will go go up yeah you know tom thank you so much it's funny because when we went over our our notes of what we were going to talk about sort of the the launch was part of that talk but i agree with you i think you know there are some things where if you launch a new product and you have a big advertising budget and maybe you have you know discounts I, you know, I think in marketing, this concept of a launch, it doesn't apply to everything. And I agree with you. The podcast is what you might want to call a slow burn. It is something that's like the tumbleweed. At the beginning, it's not going to be much, but it's over time when it picks up. Because then when someone new subscribes to your podcast and they already have 10 episodes that they can listen to, they're now listening to you talk for like two hours. And you're building this intimate relationship that is only possible through podcasting. So I agree 100%. I, I guess the only thing I would add there is just that getting a few episodes ready. If you can get 10 episodes ready before launch, awesome. If not, just have a few ready so that you have a few weeks worth. But yeah, I, I agree. You just want to get the word out to all, you know, get the word out to your list, your your network, right? Uh, post about it on, on social media. So, okay. So we've we've now launched for better or worse. And hopefully we we get to 10 podcast episodes. But even if we don't, Let's talk about, and we'll talk more about podcastpage.io here, but I want to talk about some of the other outside of the website to begin with. What are some other best practices that you see in how you can best promote your podcast? Okay. So yeah, obviously a uh, website would be my, um, my number one, <laughs> number one point. But if, if we ignore this, um, just for now, I would say, yeah, I would say uh, probably having some kind of channel or way to to talk with your your audience so for example you can have either someone from the audience uh leaving you like a recorded message and then you can play it 
uh, during the show or or just learn from your listeners about about the show kind of um so if they have feedback or if if they want to hear about um hear you talk about a specific topic or so feedback at, especially at the beginning is is pretty important and then in terms of of promotion social media is is kind of the obvious you can always go to facebook twitter instagram there are so many uh, different platforms and there are many podcasts that are active on those platforms and then beyond just being active you can really network uh, and then find guests um, and like we we talked about this before but if you manage to bring like high profile guests or if you you can um, go as a guest on another podcast that can help kind of promote your own uh, your own show and I've seen this is just a, a random example but we have a a few social posts uh, on Twitter I think and there was one time we posted about um, who would be your like uh, number one guest on the show if you could if you could just bring anyone and I think one of the the comments just tagged like a someone like pretty popular or um, I, I can't remember but the guy actually commented that he's down and he's gonna and they i think they ended up recording a, an episode together so it's like <laughs> very cool yeah you know so it's like you said before it's it's more attractive um for some people to really go on podcasts yeah so if you can if you can do that uh this really helps and then next step is probably to uh get reviews uh there are reviews on on apple podcasts on podchaser i think that uh spotify is um they already have ratings but they will probably add reviews at some point um yeah so just get um as many um you know like some kind of social proof or or just um find people who recommend your podcast this is always helpful and you you can always repurpose the podcast content so you can um if you do videos you can um upload it to youtube uh you can transcribe everything and put it into a blog um you can send like short snippets and emails so it's it, it can really become like a a full content engine um it, it depends it you, you you don't really have to to do that this way but if you if you want to kind of leverage the the work you put in the podcast then you can send it to a lot of different platforms and yeah that that's probably that's probably the the main few points i, I would uh, recommend in terms of promoting the show yeah thank you tom i i think that uh so i'm, I'm gonna like try to give a cheat sheet just based on my own experience as well. But that, um, the, the feedback loop, right? That engagement. So I've seen different podcasters try different things in one second here. I mean, it started to get into the seventies here in Southern California, a little bit cold for me. Um, so that feedback loop is critical because you want to get reviews, which are going to help you in the algorithm, like for Apple podcasts. 
you want to get engagement. And does podcastpage.io have a way to record a message? Or do you, would I need to use like a third-party uh, tool like SpeakPipe for that? Yeah, so we do support SpeakPipe, but we also have our uh, built-in widget. So Well, there you go. So, hey, you know, if you, if you use podcastpage.io, you can actually request people. If you have any questions, I'd love to feature on the show. Go to this URL to record your question, and then they'll be on your podcast website powered by podcastpage.io. Uh, and then you will be able to actually use that snippet. And by doing that, you're going to make a fan for life, right? I will say that the feedback loop also is, hey, you know, feel free to share this with your network, reach out to me on social. If you get to a point where you have a consistent number of downloads, you can create your own Facebook group or a Discord community, which seems to be in fashion these days. But if you deepen that relationship, it's going to help you meet all the goals you have. I will say my own experience, social media is the absolute, you know, basically any marketing channel you have, you should be promoting your podcast like you would promote a blog post, like you promote a YouTube video. I think the other two areas I'd focus on, and Tom, you know, you hinted at it, which is, you know, collaborating with other podcasters. So trying to get interviewed on other shows. Podcasters love guesting on other podcasts because they understand when they are on someone else's podcast they're already talking to people that are listening to podcasts. So for instance, if you were to do a Facebook ad, you don't know if those people are actually listening to podcasts or not, right? But when you're on someone else's podcast, you you have 100% certainty. So you're sort of preaching to the choir. And that is, you know, I've seen John Lee Dumas and a number, uh, Jordan Harbinger, uh, Pat Flynn, a number of these podcasting gurus. That's always the one bit of advice they will give. Another one that Jordan Harbinger in particular will tell you about is podcast advertising. So it is not cheap, but there are uh, sites. I, I have advertised both with Overcast and with Podcast Addict. These are the easiest ones to advertise with. It's still going to be a few hundred dollars a month. Um, Buzzsprout has started. If you are a Buzzsprout customer, you can promote your podcast on other Buzzsprout podcasts. They've started their own internal ad network, and I think other podcast hosts are doing this as well. That might be a really inexpensive way for you to get started uh, doing this as well. But I, that would be another thing I recommend you doing after you have, you know, get those first 10 episodes under your belt. Do your reps as as the great Kobe Bryant would have said. And I think everything else will flow. So finally, the website. Um, so, you know, Tom, I'm, you know, running, when you go to podcast.neilschafer.com, I'm, I'm sort of living proof of of what podcastpage.io has to offer. What are What are sort of the key features that you would like to point out to those listening that still aren't sure how a podcast website would would help them promote the podcast. Yeah, so I think this there are like a few different parts that can um I can I can break this this question into like a the why, so why you need the website to begin with and then what types of features or what types of pages or items you need to put on the website. So if we go back and and talk about websites in general, Generally speaking, there are dozens of different website platforms, right? You don't have to take my word for it. Um, you can use WordPress or Squarespace or Wix. And these are great platforms um, overall, but they're like very broad and not made for podcasting. So these are great platforms. But at the end of the day, if you have a podcast, it means that you need to kind of sync or if if you can sync it automatically that's great but 
many times you'll you'll have to upload all the episodes the previous episodes manually and then all the the future episodes you'll have to do it every week on the platform um so in con contrast to that we do that automatically um on podcast page so just building a website for a podcast is not like the most simple task at least it's it used to be kind of difficult because all the episodes so bringing the episodes and syncing the the feed is one thing and then you have to display an audio player and you have to have the subscribe buttons or the the platform buttons so there are too many things to kind of um handle and then this is kind of where we go into the picture and kind of offer a, a service that, that would cut like 90% of the work so that's the the main reason why we decided to start podcast page so that's that's just like a the beginning of the story but uh in terms of why you need um the website you probably have your own show so this show is available on um apple podcasts or on spotify so it's always great to have your your podcast published in all these different platforms you may even have a profile on twitter or on social networks but it's never really kind of your own um so if you have a uh, your own domain and your own website it's kind of your main hub which is yours and promoting your brand only you don't have like related episodes from other creators um you don't have like a different domain name or banners or advertisement to like other services if you have your own website you control pretty much everything that is on there so that's a, a pretty big reason to kind of decide to go with your own on own website um and then on top of that a website can help you in a few different phases i would say so one you can promote the podcast even further from the website so once you have all the episodes and you probably add um transcripts and you add more content and pages possibly blog posts as well the website starts getting ranked and you can you can get um a lot of seo traffic so organic traffic coming from uh search search engines and that can eventually lead into having um more listeners so that's a pretty important aspect um and on the website you can offer a lot more content as well so if you have a podcast on apple podcasts you can't include videos or images or different types of um attachments or links so that's kind of uh, limited so once you have a, a website you can offer a lot more types of content so you can have videos a blog and all these different types of things and eventually you'll have better analytics and you'll be able to monetize your your podcast uh from the website now in terms of of features you might want to have i would say that the number one thing is to have automation and make sure you don't have to uh work too much to to do the same 
the same thing twice. So you don't want to upload your episode and your podcast host and then to the website manually. So you, you'll want that to be automatic. You'll probably want to have a nice audio player. You'll want to be able to customize everything easily and have your own um, color scheme or uh, just add images or your, your content. You want to have flexibility in terms of the layouts. So just decide how the page is going to look and where you place your episodes. And then having subscribe buttons to point the audience to the different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That's quite um, important as well. And yeah, beyond those like super obvious and simple um, kind of concepts, uh, we offer a wide range of, of features. Uh, we have you know, a full integration with YouTube uh, so you can import uh, an entire channel of videos. There are uh, deep links and timestamps that you can click on to jump into a, a certain uh, point in the, in the episode. Um, so yeah, th there are a lot of different things you could use to actually bring a better experience and a better, you know, just uh, improve your listeners' experience. That's the, probably the bottom line. And then you ha also have a direct channel with them so they can go on the website and then leave a comment or uh, send you a message via the contact form or the voice, uh, the voice recording. Uh, widget so that's that's a pretty important aspect of the website as well yeah thank you father tom and, and you know those of you that know me i launched a conference just around marketing technology called the social tool summit so i often get asked to you know advise companies on on their technology and and you know i always dig why doesn't this tool have more functionality right but I will say that the amount of functionality in podcastpage.io, the amount of settings and things you can customize is absolutely crazy. If you want to see what's possible, once again, go to podcast.neilshafer.com. We'll have the link for podcastpage.io in the uh, in the show notes. Obviously, if, if you can remember podcastpage.io, you'll find them. But the amount of functionality is crazy. And I just want to say, you know, um, Tom, while you were talking, you're probably like, why is Neil like on his calculator? And I was calculating the amount of traffic that I get to, I put my podcast in a subdomain and I recommend you do as well. You want to have a separate channel. It's the same reason why I haven't launched this podcast on YouTube yet. I want to create a separate channel for it, right? So you have your blog content, your main products and services, and then you have a subdomain. For me, it's podcast.neilshafer.com. You're telling Google, look, this is all based around the podcast because the person that comes from your podcast is going to be different than the person that might be coming to your website for products and services. And if you can do that, what I've been able to measure is that the amount of traffic I get to that podcast, my podcast website, is pretty much equivalent to all the traffic that I get referred to from social media combined. Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. If you add up all that together, it's pretty much equivalent to the traffic that I'm getting to podcast.neilshafer.com. A lot of that obviously is coming from Google. Some of it's also coming from my newsletter, what have you, but that is the potential, right? I'm not going to say you're going to triple your, your search engine traffic with a podcast website, but it can be a really, really good supplement, especially if you don't have a lot of traffic. So man, um, Tom, we, we covered a lot of ground. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, providing so much advice to everybody. Any, you know, obviously we'll, we'll send people to podcast page.io, any sort of parting advice or uh, thoughts that you have that we might not have covered? 
Uh, no, I will just repeat the the main main point. I think we we discussed today uh, is just to keep um, releasing uh, quality content and be consistent, and that's probably the the bread and butter of of you know podcasting. That's kind of the basic things you'll need in terms of you know having success in the longer run. In any format of comment content, that is that is the holy bible. <laughs> so, well, thank you so much for your time, Tom. And I know that we'll be in touch. And and thank you for all the support that you've given me. And and hey, if if you're if you uh you know start using PodcastPage.io um and you run into issues and you you know send it over to support, um they're gonna be extremely helpful as they have to me. So thank you so much, Tom. Thank you. All right. If we were in a room right now, I'd have you raise your hand if. You think you want to start a podcast now. <laughs> it's not that hard. This ended up being a complete masterclass, really, on podcasting. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. It might be one to listen to again uh, when you're ready to start your podcast. And I'm hoping that the combination of Tom's advice as well as my own experience will serve you well. Well, we are at the end of another episode. You know, if you've been listening to this for a while, you might not have heard me talk about it. But I do on my website have a number of free ebooks. Uh, I also have a number of discounts on tools, different social media, digital marketing tools, where uh, because of my relationships with these companies, they provided exclusive discounts for my community. You can get all this information on neilshafer.com slash freebies. That's F-R-E-E-B-I-E-S. I hope you'll check it out. And that's it for another episode. Remember to keep your eye on the goal. Be an option. And we'll see you on the next episode. This is your digital marketing coach, Neil Schaefer, signing off. You've been listening to your digital marketing coach. Questions, comments, requests, links? Go to podcast.neilshafer.com. Get the show notes to this and 200 plus podcast episodes and neilshafer.com to tap into the 400 plus blog posts that Neil has published to support your business. While you're there, check out Neil's digital first group coaching membership community if you or your business needs a little helping hand. See you next time on Your Digital Marketing Coach.